Steve Jobs once said, we're here to put a dent in the universe. Well, FinTech has certainly put a dent in the financial services industry over the past few years. This podcast series focuses on the story of those individuals who took Jobs' advice, the dent makers, if you will. This is the FinTech Five. If you look up the word entrepreneur in its definition, you'll see that it says it's a person who organizes and manages any enterprise, especially a business, usually with considerable initiative and risk. And then the picture next to it is Daniel Gusev, who's my guest today. Daniel, how you doing? Good. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. And you're in Moscow, right? Right. It's a bit breezy and cold and uh, still have snow, so just recuperated from minus 20. Doing well. So exactly like Florida, where I'm at. So we have a lot in common right now running with this. So you, you hold several titles, so we're going to kind of run through, I think, two of these right now. First, right. you're the founder and CEO of FinFit. So can you give me the 30-second description of what FinFit is? Yeah, in a very fair, well short and concise, it's fitness meets finance for a happy well-being. So it's a machine learning algorithm, a platform to help banks establish a more intimate relationship with the customers by providing advice to create positive paths in their everyday spending. It's like a, a PFM or Maslow Pyramid on steroids. So you can tell that uh, Daniel might have done a few Finnovates because he got that so quickly. Good job. And then you're also the managing partner of Digital Space Ventures. So can you give me a brief overview of that? Yeah, it's uh, Luxembourg, uh, a European-based early-stage fintech uh, venture capital firm uh, with the European capital focused on helping so audacious uh, early-stage companies to well, achieve greatness, hopefully, in uh, providing various financial services, um, especially in payments and remittances, something that our background lies in. So it's interesting. You're you're in Moscow right now. You you yes. reside in Berlin, I'm, though, right? Yeah, I'm I'm actually creating one or two projects that uh, have their back offices here in Moscow, or thanks to the ingenuity of uh, uh, programmers uh, from here. Uh, yes, but uh, main base of operations is London, as well as we're active in Berlin, uh, Luxembourg, or the dark region, so the the Deutschland, uh, well Austria, Switzerland, uh, the UK. Yeah, you just summed up fintech for me. Right there. <laughs> I love that. Where, where's FinFit based out of? Is it London-based or Berlin? Um, FinFit uh, has been just recently uh, registered in Berlin, um, all thanks to the uh, very warm uh, say conditions uh, offered by the uh, Berlin partner, the investment agency that tries to attract uh, more startups from various fields, uh, FinTech included, to come and will register themselves in Berlin as they try to redevelop the eastern part of the city. Uh, because they're basically well, rebuilding the real estate from the ground up, also, well, all, all giving that a pretty much lucrative opportunity to well, set a company there. And so, I decided to, well, to use that. So with, with FinFit, I'm, I'm curious, so this is a direct-to-consumer? It's a B2B2C. So we try to propose this uh, software to the banks uh, so that they could process and we'll use the, the, the algorithm to um, add a new perspective to the data they're already processing when they have the, the, the initial relationship with the customer and will pass on that value in the form of better advice to the customers either through the interfaces that they have or by using the white label interface uh, in the form of a mobile and will soon come into bots and chats um, of uh, FinFed that, that, that FinFed can provide, provide them with. So you can already tell that Daniel's incredibly brilliant because he didn't go direct to consumer. 
<laughs> that's always my first question with um, folks that are coming up with with new products, especially in the fintech space, because that customer acquisition is a pain in the neck. So good move, by the way. Uh, thank, thank you. Because all uh, we originally well, helped contribute and started several businesses that were successfully sold, uh, and we saw the the, the, um, the very high customer acquisition costs that basically well made all these well these many startups dead in the water, and uh, we we seeing that in through the eyes of the venture capital uh, um, about how hard that is, uh, well to basically to, to give money uh well cheap money these startups are basically stealing uh users from each other by promising cheap or and free services and basically burning uh vc capital to the ground so uh, if you look up at bloomberg and they they do bios I, I actually love using bloomberg as a source one of the parts of your bio at bloomberg says you started your finance career by accident what do they mean by that <laughs> Um, I'm a historian by my first degree, and uh, I never really thought that I'll be uh, engaging and delving into, well, in the future, um, in, in innovations. Uh, but I was always curious about how to properly apply the, the rights and rules and lessons of history into the future. So that's why I'm pretty much inspired by, say, the ball talks of, say, Dave Birch, always will goes well, that far in the Middle Ages, etc., to try and find inspiration about how well people apply different means by doing the same things that we do today. It's like, say, the Victorian Internet or the Telegraph substituted by the new Victorian Internet of an Internet. And uh, that's, that's what inspired me. And, yeah, I just well, followed this hunch while trying to apply the rights of the, of the past to the future. So that got me to what I'm doing now. So we're, we're down to the last minute. This goes by quick, doesn't it? This is the rapid-fire section. I'm going to ask you a question right off the top of your head. Okay. You ready? Here we go. Yeah. So you studied Russian 19th century history, correct? Yes. And this was at where? Moscow? Uh, Moscow State University, Moscow. Yeah. So where were you raised? Um, so my parents are Russians. I was I was born in Moscow. Uh, it's just all thanks again to the great teacher, the great professor of English in, at Moscow State University, that gave me that uh, accent. Uh, so I, I, I dabble and uh, can double for for an Englishman. I think these days. So, so you're um, going to be uh, the perfect person to ask this. Then, what's the most common misconception by the West about Russia? Just one, uh, probably. Yeah, um, <clears throat> that we don't smile. I, I think. Uh, well, Russians they do smile, um, <laughs> but uh, well, we we hide the ingenuity and uh, the. Or this urge to, to do something very, very, very down beneath, say, the surface of our skin, just because maybe it's too cold, it's uh, more cold, nine, nine months of, of 12. But well, Russians, they still will have this positive side of contributing greatly to the world's uh, problems. So that's that's basically what I'm trying to do, uh, irrespective of the, of the national geopolitics and uh, the, the, the politicians speak. So they try to be more part of the world. So um, if you thought that last question was tough, here you go. Describe the Berlin fintech scene in three words. Uh, perspiration, um, craziness, uh, passion. Now I want to go to Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, where can we learn more about the work you're doing? What's the best source to go to? Um, it's probably my Twitch feed, uh, well, at Dian Gusev, um, or... Well, where I usually will post all these will 
blogs, blog links, and um, as I as I'll, I have a medium and still have a blogger channel about uh, Russian scene uh, innovation. Well, give him a follow, folks. He's a fantastic writer. Thanks, Daniel. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me.